0: Hey guys, how you living? You doing well? Good. Glad to hear that. So in this episode, my buddy Brandon Elva stopped by to talk about racing—a little small track racing, a little short track racing, all kinds of racing really. Brandon's been involved in go karts and all the way up to trucks and pretty much everything in between. Uh, but you'll find out—you'll find out later what, what 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 exactly he went through. I'd rather not. Not went through, but but did you know? <laughs> went through kind of sounds like you went through something awful. You know. Yeah, I don't no, want all good times. All good times. Yeah, all good things happen, but I don't want to give you any spoilers. So I want you to listen. But uh, anyway, please uh, share the video. Let's. Uh, Share the video. Let's let's get some subscriber counts up. Hit click subscribe on YouTube. If you've already subscribed on YouTube, share the video out. Let's try to get those uh, subscribers and those thumbs up buttons uh, going, clicking, clicking on them thumbs up buttons. You get what I mean? That make any sense? Sounds like a crazy person, but guess what? We are crazy. I am crazy. We're crazy. But anyway. Please seriously click uh, subscribe on the YouTube If you haven't, please share the page Kelsey Hudgens on YouTube Uh, Go to facebook.com Slash M.I. Stuff Podcast Instagram At M.I. Stuff Podcast Twitter at M.I. Stuff Podcast The number one And you can also check us out at www.mistuffpodcast.com Website has been live for a week And I've been writing a blog Every day up, uh, uh, right? Is it? I mean, is it essentially just a diary? Yeah, I think so. But it's just sort of an entry. Yeah, kind of, yeah. kind of so. Yeah, just doing an entry every day. Yeah, right. Just something like that. So I've been doing that every day, and I've been writing uh, at least at least a, a couple of paragraphs or one long paragraph, run on paragraph, I guess. And I've been trying to stay pretty true to releasing something like that every day. And I've done four entries so far, if you count the one that says I don't know what I'm doing. Which I think all of them kind of have that tone that I don't really they'll, know what I'm doing. They'll get there. They'll get there. Yeah, right. They'll get there. But uh, yes, please go check that out www.mistuffpodcast.com. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Also on Spotify now. We're on Spotify. If that's your, if that's your deal, subscribe or follow us on Spotify. And I think we're also available on Google Play, but if we're not, then obviously podomatic.com for Android users and Spotify as well. Please share all of those all of those links to all of those pages. And they're all available at mistuffpodcast.com. They're available right above uh the message I think or maybe the title, can't remember which one I did, I I designed this website and I told you I know nothing about like (laughs) doing that side of it, as far as computers I'm pretty good with actual computers but websites and all this stuff I don't really know a lot but I designed my own website so it looked just like a website you think somebody who doesn't know anything about websites would design. Okay. Gotcha. So there it is. (laughs) So please go check out the website, Um, share all the pages. Click all of the links. Uh, don't be shitty people. Watch The Dirt on Netflix. I yes. just recently watched that. It's very good. Check it out. Um, also, The OA Season 2 is out. I've watched that already. I don't know if you watched The OA. Never no, watched what that is. It's, it's, I don't know if it might not be might not be something that you're into but you you can watch an episode of it uh, season 2 is already out but you can watch an episode of season 1 and see if you're into it alright it's pretty good check it out season 2 just dropped um I don't know if there's anything else that I've watched recently I've watched Sherlock again recently the original series with Benedict Cumberbatch is really good if you haven't watched that before I suggest you watch that um I haven't listened to anything either But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and let you guys get on about your day. Be good people in a world full of shitty people. Don't be one of those people. Be a good person. And enjoy this podcast. Without further ado, episode number 117 of In My Stuff featuring Brandon Elvis. Enjoy, motherfucker. I just... I, I don't know. I'm not good with the social media side of it, and I'm getting a lot better, and I've gotten a lot better out of necessity because I want people to you know come to the podcast and listen
1: to the... The biggest thing... Or watch. The biggest thing I don't like, because I control my dad's business Facebook yeah. page. The biggest thing I don't like is I feel, and I know I'm not, but I feel like I'm shoving material down people's throats. Yeah, I get that. You know what I mean? Like, And yeah. I was like, okay, maybe this is too much. I don't know, but I'm going to put it out here anyway because if it's in your face maybe you'll notice it i don't know
0: yeah exactly that's that's the thing that we do is we know that we have something to say we yeah. have a point that we're trying to get across and that's you know this is our way of doing that now everybody has a voice everybody can be heard and for before we go further ladies and gentlemen brandon elvis <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> how do you like that for an introduction oh yeah um so, yeah, we, uh, brother Brandon got up with me, wanted to do an episode and I thought it'd be really cool because I've told you guys, um, uh, now here's a, here's a story. I don't tell a lot of stories about my, about my mom that doesn't involve her being an absolute bitch that she is, oh, <laughs> but, <on>. uh, <laughs> they, 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 my listeners know what I mean, <laughs> uh, but my mom and my stepdad got married. At the finish line of Timminsville racetrack in oh Florence my God. Motor Speedway, brother. Robert Powell's <laughs> or Charlie Powell's Charlie, Charlie Powell's racetrack. Man, I don't <laughs> How you like that? They uh will their necks be kind of red or Oh man. Listen, there was people y'all, there was people like coming up. In like yelling from the crowd, get that shit off the track and get on with the race. Because there is thing that was before the race started. So you got, I mean, you know the the, the kind of the stands people. Well, here's
1: the thing, and I actually kind of applaud them for it because yeah, everybody gets racing season and wedding season are the same exact thing, same exact time frame. I yes, mean, I guess you same right. exact that thing. So. <laughs> Maybe my mom had it. I don't think she had it on her car, but there's a bumper sticker that said, uh, we interrupt this wedding for racing season. (laughs) I've seen it. I don't know where I saw it at, but it was hilarious to me. Yeah. Everybody gets, I miss everybody's weddings that I get invited to. Uh, Well, got to race. I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) It is what it is. Now, are you doing, what are you, what are you racing now? Right now I'm racing super trucks at Myrtle Beach Speedway. Um,
1: I just got back into it. I had like, uh, let's see, nine, almost 10 year absence from uh, actual driving a race car. Yeah, you did go karts for a while, right? I did go karts. I started racing when I was seven years old. Um, No, eight, seven or eight. And I raced Raced go karts forever. Um, Got in a few bad accidents, got in my teenage years, got. Lost interest a little bit. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, just started thinking about other things and I found my way back to it. started karting again. Excuse me. And, uh, got back into race cars or got into yeah. race cars for the first time, um, race street stock and then charger cart, Myrtle beach. Then, um, after that kind of lost opportunity again. I mean, it's all, it comes and goes quick. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was a, one off chance I got to race for a motorsport school in Conway. That's a really great thing and um while I was actually in attendance there. And uh that was good, but my time there ran out and then I haven't been in a race car since uh, until the end of last race season.
0: Did you feel like that was beneficial to, to do that or do you feel like you maybe got more out of actually being on I mean I, I'm sure there's a track at the school, but I mean No no there's no track at
1: they're they're they're, all, they're on a beach. It's a uh now when I was there it was for at risk students and stuff like that and Oh shit. I dropped I mean I I dropped out of high school. Um, made bad decisions, you know. People have been on it roads, some people haven't.
0: Oh yeah. I dropped out this, too but I ended up going back
1: right at the last minute. Well, this ended up coming about um as I was dropped out of school. It was kinda yeah. just kinda of just stars kind of aligned went there for spent spent a while there um got my GED through there um ended up driving a race car for him which is really cool um I actually ended up going to college after that yeah I didn't I, finish
0: that but yeah <laughs> I, think well, like, I didn't either I, I was I was thinking that you were going to school when I think I met you down here maybe yeah probably a good chance yeah yeah, actually, probably right in that time frame. Yeah, shit, now those were the glory days, man. But uh, but yeah, you weren't in a the car then. I think that because I, I think that uh, whenever I first realized that you were you were in the racing, I was like, oh shit, man! Like I grew up at the Timmonsville track, dude. Oh, like, yeah. I, I, oh yeah. every Friday night, and then Lakeview on Saturdays, or either Myrtle Beach, Myrtle, Myrtle Beach, Myrtle, Myrtle Beach, Myrtle Beach, Myrtle Beach. But yeah, the uh, the, the Myrtle Beach track was Robert Powell's territory. Oh yeah. For He owned that place years. years. Ain't nobody yeah. drives deeper into those turns as, as hard as he did.
1: Robert Powell is one hell of a little man. I know that.
0: It's funny that uh uh so to give a little bit of a backstory, the track that that uh, Brandon races at most often is Myrtle Beach Speedway and the probably the best driver that that I mean, Robert Powell, he hands down, probably knows that track better than any anybody else. Yeah, maybe. man.
1: There's, yeah. yeah, he's one. He's most successful there. That's yeah. Probably easy to say.
0: So, uh, Robert Powell's brother, Charlie Powell, owned the
1: racetrack. That... No, 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 no. That's his little. That's his little brother, or it might be his older brother. It might be his older brother, but his dad's name is Charlie Powell. But his his dad is Charlie Powell, II, and his his brother. I don't. Oh, so ordering. Robert
0: is Charlie's son.
1: Yeah, and Charlie and, and then there's Charlie the third that raced at Myrtle Beach as well.
0: Wait, hold on a minute. I'm missing the whole saga. There's, of a, the Power there's, boys. A, there's a Charlie
1: senior. <laughs> I guess a junior
0: is so that So Charlie, third. Charlie senior owns Florence. No, Charlie junior Charlie Jr. Jr. Owns, owns Florence. Okay, so it is Robert's brother. Yeah. Okay, so they yeah. raced. Yeah. Yeah. So and who and Robert's brother also owns. Forest Run Speedway. He said his, dad. <laughs> his dad. Okay, okay, dad. that's where I was missing up. So Robert's dad. Now he could have raced too. <laughs> well, right. I don't know that he raced, but I know that I know that he owned the the track. And my my folks, my my uh, stepdad's people were the Moors, and they were like just not. Very well accepted at this track because they <laughs> like to drink and fight, and they were just that they were just those 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 people and that crowd. And there, and I mean, man. that's that's the that's pretty much a lot of the crowd at, at racetracks, well,
1: man. Back in the well, obviously, I don't remember much of it. Back back in the late 80s, early 90s, yeah, people showed up to a, to a fight and a race would break out.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. you know what that's I mean? That's how like, it was,
1: man. It's <laughs> the way it was, rough necks, and yeah. He always had to, I mean, everybody around there carried knives and guns. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I know know of a time my dad got hit in the head with a flashlight in victory lane. It happens.
0: (laughs) It absolutely happens. I actually posted a picture from Florence Morris Speedway, a throwback picture the other day with me and my brother. Uh, we had won. A, we had, they had won a race at Florence Motor Speedway, and you, and that's the thing, you go into somebody who races house, and they've got all over their walls, <laughs> they've got these little these little whatever uh, those four by ten pictures of every time they won, and there's all the trophies sitting around, and that's that's just dude. My parents have a wall leading
1: into their bedroom, like beside the kitchen. That's always where it is. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a shrine. It's yeah. like a Brandon Elvis shrine. You know, people have oh, like your yeah. soccer pictures and football pictures. Yeah, and you got my racing plaques and trophies and awards and pictures.
0: Dude, old oh, old Matty, oh, old Spry next door has got his little little go kart. Yeah. I mean, sitting right as soon as you walk in, you see it. That's how it is, man. And I love that. I love that shit, dude. Because it like sort of gives you the. As a kid, I just remember being like they don't know what's going on. They don't know what just happened, but all of them are fight. All of them are about to go fight, but they don't know what just happened. So it was the first time as a kid where I was like, Oh shit. So this is just, they don't know what's going on. They're just going to, because somebody said something against these people, they must think enough of each other to where they don't really need to know all the information. Just go (laughs) ahead and go after it, man. (laughs) But that's how it worked. Yeah. Especially that that trail. I don't know that it was that bad at Myrtle beach, but they did out in the country in Timmonsville or lakeview at one time Myrtle beach wasn't so not country now I don't know that. I, I don't I, most of the time I spent in Myrtle beach was was well, a lot of guys from that area <laughs> yeah well, over here so yeah exactly well most most of the time I spent in Myrtle Beach as a kid was in the stands but then when i got when i got uh, hooked up with a uh, uh Michael Elliott... and okay, uh, yeah. yeah I don't know if you know Michael oh, yeah. i don't know if he's still racist um, sporadically I believe he's yeah. still races. But um, him and his brother-in-law Jimmy, I knew them for a while, and I had started like hanging out with those guys. And like I was the tire man, I go draw tickets for the tires and wait for them sons of bitches, so nobody else have to, nobody else have to do it. And that's the one thing that nobody wants to do. But they're like, man, I always get good tires when you draw them. Yeah,
1: um, that was my duty as a little kid. I, they had the little yeah. spinning wheel, and I go yeah. pick a ball out of the lottery wheel, and I don't. I think the um it was actually my best friend's dad, best friend's granddad. My best friend when I was a child, his granddad worked in Little Beach Speedway. Yeah. It was like a staple there. And uh he was the one spinning that will. And I pull a number out, and I don't know. I yeah. might pull out a 15 or a 20, and he'd write down maybe a 2 or a 3, which is obviously the better set of tires. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh my dad always had good tires, I believe. And that's probably See, why I
0: always went down there. <laughs> that's exactly that's the thing, man. Like, um, and for those that are not not aware, whenever they do races like this, they will they'll have tires allotted for every driver. And just so nobody has an advantage on anybody else, because there was a lot of people soaking their tires back then. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Myrtle beach you definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there was a just so there nobody would have any advantage on tires, they would do a lot of redraw for who got what tires and you don't know. What you're going to be getting at all, and then they send the, send us. Well, it's a draw form. <laughs> it's changed a good bit since then. Um, yeah.
1: Nowadays, uh, I guess the lottery will still use pretty much for the most part. But um, you'd have say they got a bunch of tires. They got they grade them out A, B, C, and D. Yeah. Obviously, A, B, being the best, D, B, being the worst. Um, you get like one or two A's, a B, and a C. I don't think yeah. they use Ds anymore, really. I think those are all pretty much yeah, trash. Exactly. But, and then they just put them in, they grade them and put them in a bunch of different stacks. And whatever number you draw, that's the number you get, I guess. For the trucks, so though, it's a little different. We get um. We get two new tires and then two okay. scuffs. So your scuffs, you never run on tires that weren't yours, except the first race, I think. You get, you buy you buy two tires, they give you a set of A scuffs. Okay. And then um, after that, you uh, you turn your two tires in that were scuffed, that you raced, that were new. Those will be your scuffs for the next race. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I think the lower division. That's a little different. Yeah, for the trucks they do, because I mean, excuse me, I keep burping. Nail it, man,
0: <laughs> dude, do it, get it out.
1: No, there's a, I don't know, they pay a little more money. Um, trucks are kind of worth a little more than the lower. It's not quite a late model. I mean, it's nowhere near that. But, um... Yeah. They pay more, and you, uh... So they give you better tires, I guess.
0: Now, have they ever done... Do you ever go racing Dillon, ever? I don't. Um,
1: I'd like to. Eventually. Yeah. I need to get some more racing under my belt. I've
0: never, never gone to Dillon ever in my life. Never once. That's Uh,
1: a fast racetrack.
0: That's what I've heard. That's what my brother says. But, uh... Yeah, I'm never gone not not since uh, Brian opened that one up. Yeah, um, I've been there quite a few times,
1: just watching a race, go sit, sit in the corner, and
0: how is it like? How's the facilities and everything? Is it nice? Yeah,
1: I mean it's a it's a nice. I mean, that's nice about any racetrack around. I feel like yeah, it's kind of old. I mean, it's the old track. Yeah, the, I
0: remember it being the old. The yeah.
1: surface is nice, from what I remember being in the pits a few times. Um, all their scale area, their their buildings and stuff. Everything seems nice. I mean, it's not, yeah. not a bad place to be. I mean, I encourage anybody to get to a racetrack anyway.
0: Dude, race is fun. Live, live. There's nothing like it. And I even even uh, I going back to whenever I was a kid, going to like Darlington or and and stuff. When Darlington was Darlington. Oh yeah. I mean, it still is, but I mean, you know, the lights and everything. Like we get to see it post and pre lights, you know. But dude, just just there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that sound, that smell. The... That's what
1: a lot of people don't understand, man. This is yeah. You can't get that from watching it on TV. I mean, even I, <laughs> we call them NASCAR naps. Yeah. Because I'll cut a race on them Sunday afternoon and you wake up about like 30 laps <laughs> to <20 a> go. <laughs> <laughs> Coach the best part of the race, oh, but, man, yeah. just being there, especially at like Darlington. You can go to Darlington on Saturday night, you get the truck race and the bush race or whatever it is. They race. They race, well, they race the Nationwide Series with yeah. the Cup. You know, the same weekend the yeah. trucks race a completely different weekend.
0: I remember it used to because I was there the night that they cut the lights on at Darlington, and they used to do the truck race right before the. Well, I guess, what do they call it now? The Nationwide or the uh, the Bush? What's the Bush
1: now? It's the um, Xfinity series. Xfinity series. <laughs> it, t- it takes me a minute, too. It Dude, like how it's, much,
0: it's changed so much. Like, it, man, when
1: it used to be the Craftsman Truck Series. It's nothing like Craftsman, Winston, and Bush,
0: huh? Right. I nothing mean, like
1: Craftsman, Bush,
0: and Winston. That's exactly what it Those names used to will be.
1: always stick with it. I, as far as long yes. as I'm
0: living, they will. I mean, I mean a long, yeah, exactly. Now, the, the out in Darlington, the Winston Tower. Yeah, is painted brown now, and that seems sacrilegious <laughs> to me, man. Yeah. It Winston red.
1: Is that the big old Winston logo across yep. the top of it? Yeah.
0: Yep. No, man. There's nothing
1: like uh, being able to. Not often I get to go just be a fan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Usually I'm I got race day duty. If I'm not racing, I still have race day duties. It's part of my dad's business. Yeah. So I can recall a time where. Several people you know, myself, went to Darlington and I got tickets for everybody. And they all pay me back, but I got just ordered a bunch of them. So we're all together, you know. Ended up getting seats in turn three, probably eight rows from the bottom. Yeah. I mean, there's not the on the back stretch, there's not that many rows anyway. And uh, that's the fastest part of the racetrack, in case anybody was wondering. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Dude, just getting hit with rubber cars like literally right in front of your face, running 200 miles an hour. That, that's an adrenaline rush.
0: Yeah, people don't understand that too. If you sit close enough down, you're going to end up getting like <laughs> it's if going to hit you in ever, the face. Rode a motorcycle in the rain. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Well, Which not getting...
1: not as often. Well, maybe I've never ridden a motorcycle drunk in the rain.
0: Oh well, good for you. <laughs> good on that. That's something. That's something that we want to be proud of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's all I had to compare it to because I was drunk. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. But uh, oh man, I just remember the first beer I ever drank was at a racetrack. Like the first beers that I ever like got for myself was, was I bought them on a Sunday in Oak Grove at a gas station. It's not there anymore. And we went to Rockingham when Rockingham was still running. And dude, it was so damn cold that they just bought a case of beer and didn't have a cooler or nothing. They just they just took the beer in the case in there because it was so cold. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess you didn't eat it. Hell yeah, Dale Jarrett won that day.
1: Hell yeah, that was one of
0: my one of my favorite drivers growing up. Oh, number 48, the original 48, wasn't it? The uh, uh, was it 48? I know it was UPS. 88. 88, 88. 88. That's right. 88. That's right. 88.
1: Yeah, man, that was Dale Jarrett was winning back in them days.
0: Yeah, he was. Oh, Dale. He was a nice guy, man. Dale Jarrett was my uncle's favorite driver. Dude, he actually kind of looked like my uncle. So. Dude, you know, Dale Jarrett kind of looks like everybody's uncle. He might be. Like, everybody's got an uncle that looks like Daryl Waltrip and Dale Jarrett. Like, right? Uh, yeah, that's, that's
1: probably pretty accurate. Man.
0: Yeah, everybody's got an uncle that looks like that. Man, my my uncle was, was Dale Jarrett. My dad was always a wild Bill from Dawsonville. Oh,
1: Bill Elliott. Oh, Bill Elliott. Dude, those were... Those guys back in those days, you know, obviously Bill Elliott, people like Bill, like Ricky Rudd. Oh, Ricky Rudd, dude! These guys were these are like
0: country strong dudes. Terry Labonte,
1: <laughs> Terry Labonte, Bobby, Bobby Labonte.
0: Labonte. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, absolutely. They were like they, they, they were. It was like. I remember as a kid, I was huge into like Stone Cold Steve Austin, <laughs> and like I just remember like Dale Earnhardt was the Stone Cold of NASCAR. Like d- Dale Earnhardt oh, was, it was. Like, like it was, and I'm just like saying like that these people d- didn't want to watch wrestling because they knew it was fake, and wrestling was for kids anyway. Wrestling, you know? wrestling was fake. Spoiler alert, guys. I didn't mean to throw you off here. Shit. I apologize. Ric Flair and Wahoo McDaniel was beating the shit out of each other, but I believe that Rock and Stone Cold might have had a conversation or two before they went out there. <laughs> uh, but, but, nah, man. I was just – it's like NASCAR was that for those people. Like, they could be – like, it was only people in the South really got it. And – You could, just like I was a fan of Stone Cold, like my stepdad lived and breathed, Jeff Gordon. Oh, yeah. And And most of the time, if you are a Jeff Gordon fan, people didn't like you because of it. Yeah, especially in the South, because he enunciated. (laughs) Jeff Foxworthy figured that one out. (laughs) Yeah, he enunciated. But it's true, like, and he was the Rainbow Warrior, and there was just all like, just if you want to be barbed with just a world of gay jokes for like your entire duration. Man, um, they brought that shit on themselves, so man. Yeah, I mean, that's, but that's like, it. And like I said, if that's somebody's choice, if they want to do whatever they want to do to to make fun of people for whatever they want to make fun of people for, then. I can't, I can't say anything about that. Yeah. But yeah, the being the Rainbow Warriors, it just and amongst the sport of redneck fans, man, predominantly redneck. I'm not saying anything. Dude, he about all not, of the, he could not. He could
1: have not won as many races and probably had twice the amount of fans. Nobody likes a winner.
0: You yeah, don't think it? so? No. Yeah, because everybody hates Jimmy
1: Johnson. Yeah, nobody likes a winner, man. Yeah. Most of them, like Kyle Bush. Nobody likes Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush, I
0: tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna you nobody likes Kyle Bush. I'm gonna holler from over here, you can't see me. I'm gonna get Brandon Elvis some more water because he needs it. <laughs> uh Nobody likes Kyle Bush. Nobody likes any of the Bush boys, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know why. They're they're great drivers and they don't really give a shit. To <laughs> be quite frank. That's loud.
0: Can you hear it loud over there? Oh, yeah. The trick is, is to put them in the metal, those little metal jugs, and they'll stay colder longer.
1: Well, I have a couple, I have like three or four Yeti cups that I don't use ever. Look at this, that's fancy.
0: Oh, you fancy, huh? Now, see, I usually have those, I usually have those ready. But, uh, you, you asked about stopping by the store. I was like, I don't do the plastic bottle thing, man. I've, I've, I've stopped. I read this article about yeah, for racing for just a second. I've read this article about, uh, South Carolina recycling facilities that like will pretty much just throw all the shit back together at the end. You know, once you recycle everything, because I recycle my plastics, my cardboard, and all kinds of shit. Oh, so separating is kind of pointless. Is yes, kind of the whole, basically yeah. is what I what I read. But then I talked to one of my buddies the other day, who's actually done a done a. Uh, he covered the, Horry County like recycling facility, yeah. and he's like, they really do a good job of doing that, like oh, recycling everything, everything. Se- separating everything. But when I got involved in recycling and everything, they're like, the first step of recycling is to reduce the use. So I stopped buying those giant cases of. Plastic bottles. Oh yeah, yeah. and uh, like I just stopped buying like a lot of one-use plastics. So that's where I I get these jugs from, and I drink probably. Oh shit! There you go, one right there. A big one. Yeah, Yeah, my handle. (laughs) I I usually would fill up the big one, but the other big jug's dirty. So, apologies. But anyway, yeah, nobody likes a winner. No, that's very true. Nobody likes the winner, dude. I remember because Jeff Gordon won a lot. Nobody liked him. Did people? But people loved Earnhardt. Man, truthfully, a lot of people
1: booed Earnhardt. Just for every fan that had, he had just as many haters. I guess you're right. I guess it was just different because my everybody, fan was not Earnhardt Everybody family. loved Earnhardt when he died. And
0: I hate to sound mm. rash about that. But most people, I mean, that's kind of... I will say this, that like a lot, of, a lot of people who were not... And I guess it's different because I grew up around a lot of Earnhardt fans. Oh, yeah. So, no, I mean, people who loved him loved him. But, yeah, he was apparently like... Just an asshole in the beginning. Like, I go back and watch some of those videos when, like, the Wrangler Earnhardt... Yeah, it was all persona, man. Just, like,
1: Stone Cold Steve Austin's probably a nice guy. Exactly, right? Though Earnhardt was a nice guy, man. I mean, from what I've seen, he's the one who, okay, put on the rookie meetings in, like, a NASCAR garage area. Really? Yeah, he was the one that went and spoke to the rookies and told them the right thing to do and what not to do. That's really cool. And I don't think a lot of people know that, actually. Um Jeff Gordon. Him and Jeff Gordon were good friends. Yeah. They, I, they made a TV show calling them rivals. They were, I don't, yeah. think, I don't think you could really
0: call them rivals. That's literally like Dabo and uh, Saban. Yeah. They're best, they're our best friends, yeah. literally. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think about this a lot in sports, and then not necessarily like sports, but I'm going to equate this to rap. Like, I wonder how much different rap would be if Biggie and Tupac hadn't died. I wonder how much different NASCAR would be if Dale Earnhardt was still alive. Well, our safety would not be nowhere near. Because of, yes. Not even close. That's what I was, that's what actually what Dale Jr. said on Rogan's podcast.
1: Man, like, I mean, Dale Earnhardt,
0: with Dale Earnhardt dying, it advanced our sport so much. It's not even funny. It's, I mean, do you think that if it would have been like a Lake Speed or somebody like that, that it wouldn't have been as big of a deal? Or do well, you think that it, it had to be Earnhardt because he was the? It had to be Earnhardt,
1: or you know somebody of that caliber. Yeah, because many drivers died on the racetrack. Exactly. You know, and then you just kind of never hear about it again. Yeah, but it took the death of Dale Earnhardt, and so much awareness came to it then. Yeah. So huh. I don't know. We got better seat belts. We got better. Our seats are so much better. Yeah, we got a, a. We wear Hans devices or yeah, any kind of. It's a head and neck restraint. Yeah. Basically, it just it hooks your helmet and goes underneath your seat belts.
0: It keeps you from like so your, your head neck my, snapping
1: I'm, or whatever. Well, when I'm sitting there, my head can literally move like that much, and that's yeah. it. So nothing that can hurt you. Really? No, 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 no. I mean, yeah. if you're claustrophobic it might mess with me you, a little bit. Have you
0: got? Have you gotten any uh, in an, any accident since you've been using it at all, or one actually? Actually, might have been the first time I ever used one, but it weren't a bad wreck. Yeah, but see now, for those that are are familiar with like small track, right? And I say small track. What is it It's it, uh, uh, a half mile. Okay, so that's actually most th- most short tracks are like half mile, yeah. three eighths mile. Yeah. So those are not familiar with that. Explain to them a little bit about like having a lot, like so many cars in a very short amount of time, and you don't like what the difference is between a bad wreck and a and a not so bad wreck. Because anybody who's not familiar with getting in wrecks, or like any wreck is a bad wreck. But there's some of them yeah. that just it's not that bad. The the real bad ones yeah. are
1: like when somebody gets it into the straightaway and their throttle hangs or something like that. You know what I mean? yeah and they those up... are like really the short tracks you really don't have a lot of huge impacts except maybe like Bristol yeah they hit really hard there Richmond they hit they probably hit pretty hard there your bad tracks are the ones you see at Daytona Talladega oh
0: yeah those uh, restrictor plate tracks yeah man they just get tumbling and that's it's that's, that's scary now they don't even they don't even use like brakes a lot at those tracks at all don't they like remove brakes for like weight issues and shit like well, that well they run smaller brakes um Excuse me. And, like short tracks or dude, dude, your mom's house, Tom Segura and his wife's podcast have a fart mic so they can like just just you know whatever. <laughs> yeah, oh, we need to start a burp mic. Yeah, I don't know. I'll do I'm it a lot. So dude, no, I do. I did it all. Dude, I was eating Japanese the day before yesterday, and I just the whole time. Well, that's why I dull. eat Chinese for lunch. Dude, it does it every time. Man. It's the rice. I'm, I got it too, man. You hit my gut over here, like asking for more lamb. Anyway, I didn't mean to cut you <laughs> off. I'm sorry.
1: No, we run um, different breaks for different. Oh, I don't. I run the same brakes all the time. Yeah. But short tracks, especially on like the cup level. Yeah. They got these big, bulky brake. Um, the rotors are bigger. The calipers are bigger. Yeah. Um, everything's bigger about them. Um, at Daytona, they might run a brake brake system about the size of your passenger vehicle. But it's yeah. got to be good
0: enough to keep you slow you down. They get on pit road.
1: They, yeah, they, pit road. That's really all they use it for.
0: Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's the only time you would need brakes is on pit road. And a lot of people don't understand. Like those, what's the difference? Like it's like what two hundred and uh, what two hundred and twelve on average at those tracks. What's the? Do you know? It used to be. Um, I think now they're right at
1: two hundred. Okay. And no matter what they do to the cars, they're always at two hundred. They've slowed them down, sped them up. And they just... Yeah,
0: and they're all using crate motors?
1: Um, you think? No. Those are, um, the Cove series actually runs fuel-injected engines, though. It's really? Just, yeah, it's not carbureted
0: anymore. Um, No, they're all... I don't know anything about King Crimson, Isaac. I don't know what that is. You but know anything about King Crimson?
1: King Crimson? Yeah. Not, There's no. There's
0: plenty of chance talking about it. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't know about that, Isaac.
1: <laughs> I don't know if it's racing related or not. I don't know. but um, Not that kind of race.
0: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um,
1: you have to specify, man. It's oh, the motors, man. No, yeah, they're not crate motors at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I, when did... I, I don't know why. I've been out of the game for a really long time, like as far as going, going racetracks and shit. So, like, when I was there, it was when the crate motors had first come out. And they were like, they have these specific GM uh, oh, yes. bolts that that if you go in and you alter the motor at all, like they'll know and they'll be able to figure it out. Man, that lasted for maybe a year, right? <laughs> but it was
1: awful. Yeah, well, I mean, there's we still run every, we still run crate motors. Everybody was getting protested. I mean, Ford's got a hell of a crate motor you about have to have for horsepower. You know? Yeah. And this is on a local level. Um, Ford's got a good one. You got the GM. 602, 603, 604. Yeah. Which, that sounds like it'd be a... That's just the serial numbers. The last three yeah. serial numbers of the engine. I mean, it's basically all 350 or 351 if you're
0: Ford. Yeah. But, um... 351, man. I had a Bronco a <laughs> yeah. 351 in it. Like a Cleveland or a Windsor or what was it? No clue. Oh, a 351. No, it was a 351 is all I know. And that, something it, sounded so good. It still had, like, the dimmer and the floorboard... Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. One of my first ass. trucks was my granddad's old truck. It an 81 Ford Ranger F100. Yeah. Had the little light. The headlight.
0: Explorer? Was well, it called? The Explorer?
1: I think it well, I think it did say Explorer on it. Yep. That's pretty cool. I guys. remember those. No, but, man, we all, yeah, you can run built motors or crate motors. Crate motors honestly have the advantage, though. Yeah.
0: yeah, well, now, that's Because the, they're built. Yeah, the, well, <laughs> that's mean. the thing. And not only that, like, uh. I knew a bunch of guys that, that 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 build motors around here, and they would always just be like, "Well, I did, you know, I bored out the carburetor just a little bit more, <laughs> whatever, you know, like just yeah, just yeah. A, just I did that, and I got or I got, we got some of this stuff we're gonna pour in the motor that's gonna that's gonna <laughs> help it out a little bit to go around, you know, a little a little better the first way around, and that, and I think that the people who were against that were turning towards like the crate motors that we're gonna try mm. to like. Do shit
1: by the book. Anything, anytime you do something spec in racing, yeah, it's a wonderful idea. It's yeah. a money saving idea. Everybody's going to be great. Yeah, but um, it just doesn't. It doesn't last because we're racers. Yeah, we're going to find a way. We're going to find an advantage. We're going to find a way to make it better, no matter what. Yeah. So
0: exactly, you can make it spec all you want. It'll never change racing. Absolutely not. Now that's the funny thing too about racing is just. It, the whole life that it's had over and like getting a start as far as like the moonshiners and everything. And it sort of didn't steer far away from that clientele, if you will. And that, that, that fan base, like the sort of, the sort of people that would want to, you know, be interested in moonshiners running liquor back and forth between the Carolinas. <laughs> oh yeah. And now if you look, I guarantee, if that were still what it was, that it would probably have about the same fan base. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. Um, And I'm counting myself amongst that. Like, I, I don't I'll, talk about it a lot, but you, I watch the race just about every Sunday.
1: Would you not tune in? Yeah, oh, uh, hell yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. I would, All those I would old uh, shiners
0: running, running moonshine yeah, between here and there. Hell yeah, I'd watch that.
1: Like Junior Johnson? I mean G- yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I oh, met yeah. Junior Johnson at Florence I was being with him one time. I
1: don't doubt it. He's probably delivering moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably was. I think he still makes it. I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> I met him and I met us. Uh, I I mean Dale Junior used to race down there a lot. He but Dale raced all around here. He raced every track around here that I know of except for Lakeview and Dylan wasn't there then, but Yeah. Oh, well, Dylan might have been there, but it was might have been a dirt track. Oh yeah, it was dirt track, but they didn't yeah. run it. No, I mean that closed for several years. Yeah, so it was it was definitely closed. I don't back really know the history behind that place that well. Well, my stepdad and them talked about Dill They used to go to Dylan Track all the time when they were little. Right. So like it was big back in I guess the '60s and '70s. Yeah,
1: I think it was pavement. Then
0: it was dirt. Then it was pavement again. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then then uh, it laid dormant for probably a decade or more. Actually, more than like, a couple decades. And then. Um, we went to Shoney's in Dillon one time. And uh, Ron Barfield was in Shoney's and we, we we ate we ate dinner with Ron and he was like, I'm gonna open up I'm gonna open up this track in Dillon in a few more years. Yeah, if, man. And then like probably shit, ten years after that I'm Hanging up.
1: Finally opening up did he get yeah. you? Yeah. You're yeah, the first
0: that? person to sit in that chair. Oh well I don't
1: know, the, the cord went behind my back.
0: Huh? Does it work? Does it work? Is it, is it fine? Not, it's
1: not, yeah, it's great. It's great yeah. chair. It's comfortable. Yeah.
0: See, I have been uh, taking this chair right here and just flipping it back and forth, and that was my original chair right there with just pillows all in it, the pillow chair. Oh, so well, we've still yeah, we've upgraded, I'm breaking this thing in. We've upgraded, but yeah, man. So when when you first started, did you first start? You obviously you started with go karts. Yeah. And my cousin, my little cousin started with go-karts, and he's he's gotten up to where he does late models now every now I I think he did late models every now and again. He might have been in, like, what they call a Thunder and Lightning series at Florence or Charger or something like that. Right. Jason Summers, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> Second's just the first loser, Jason. It really is. <laughs> it sucks to hear that erasing, but it's the damn <laughs> Man, truth. It's the truth. But uh but yeah, so like starting in go karts, like how did you how did you go about making the transition between like the the, the lightweight go kart to like stepping into this? Was it was it pretty easy as far as driving wise and, and like oh, yeah. learning the track? Oh yeah. I mean we raced all over the
1: place. Um just it was kinda of gradual. Really. Yeah. I mean we started off in like a restrictor plate classes, you know. Being young, you really don't have a choice. I was, you, it was broken down my age group when you're a kid. Yeah. Then you get to an adult level. it's all. We started racing adult classes when I was, I don't know, twelve or thirteen. Yeah. You know, I mean, we weren't really supposed to, but it's like we we're, we we're there. You know, and we were fast enough, so they just let us do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I'd imagine that it's about the same. Did you start with, like, four cylinders and work your way up, or did you go to something heavier than that no, to start with? Well, something heavy is Street Stock, which was...
1: The first race car I drove was, like, a 71 Nova. Oh, With a roll yeah. cage building it. You know I mean? That's what the Thunder and Lightning, I think, would have been. Yeah, man, back then, back then. back And it's, it's non-existent class now. I mean, it's gone. But um, it was, like, three narrow tires and one big regular race car tire on the right front. It was... The locked rear end. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you spin the tire. I learned real quick. Don't try to be a hero in a street stock. Yeah, yeah. Try you, to save it. You just you're gonna hit the wall, <laughs> or I did at least. Yeah. Man. once it gets sideways, it gets really sideways. You
0: feel like you feel like uh, I, I listened to the junior talk about all the concussions that he got. You feel like you've gotten uh, uh, concussions from getting in like a little fender benders or hitting the wall a couple times. Man, I've never hit the wall hard enough. Honestly, yeah. no. I mean,
1: I've never. Race enough to really hit the wall hard enough, you know. In go kart racing days, I had an ambulance ride or so, but I mean, it weren't knocked me off the horse for a while. But I got back on it, it flipped. I hear you. Landed on my head a few times. I mean, it's just that's what happens. Part part of it. It's part (laughs) of being. How old were you back then? Do you think
0: ambulance ride? I was eleven or twelve. Maybe, what,
1: maybe a touchin'. Yeah.
0: Now was that early on in your driving career? Or did you had you been driving for a couple years? Before I've been that? driving
1: for a while before that. So, we raced a bunch, man. Just about every weekend. It seemed where, like,
0: where were you? Where were you running at? Around here, or did, where? That I, know at, one in I know there's one in Bennettsville. I know there's and there's more than Oak Grove now.
1: Well, you had Conway and Aner. Conway's closed now, I think, okay. for carting. Um, Aner just reopened, I think. Last week was their last weekend. Was their first race reopened? Um. There's one in Bennettsville. Yeah. Um. The fast tracks, right? Well, there's that one, and then there's one in um. What do you call it, Sellers?
0: Yeah, it's Sellers Up Grove. 95-38. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. Par-
1: Paradise. What do you call it? Yeah, that's Sellers Up Grove. And that's I mean that's crazy. a very that's a, like a. That's probably the premier facility. I've heard. Racing. I've heard that that track is that go kart track is nicer than most <laughs> racetracks. It's really nice. I mean, as far as go kart tracks, it's top notch. I mean,
0: Race talk, Brian Jordan. Your bartender, Brian Jordan's in here. What's going on, man?
1: I don't know <laughs> if he's watching or <laughs> yeah, he's listening watching. or he's watching.
0: Yeah, I, I, the people that are getting to listen, they don't they, they don't uh, they don't get it until a couple hours later. Oh, Okay. Okay. Oh, actually, I I upload it pretty quick, but I like the YouTube feeling like you know you're getting the the behind the scenes of recording the audio. That's I I, I like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's pretty damn cool.
0: Which now I'm getting, I think I'm getting more. uh, Got in uh. Got in the chat late. Is Brandon's dad named Barry? Yeah. Yeah. Jason Summers. You know Jason Summers? Oh, man, I don't, Moose. See, man, I don't know
1: anybody. <laughs> I don't remember anybody's names. I'm just I'm terrible with that thing. Uh, if you no. put them on
0: Facebook, like, oh yeah,
1: I know that guy. It's about every time.
0: Yeah. Explain why you know that, Jason. Well, uh, it takes some. There's, there's a little delay between us and them, and then oh, get okay. back. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Just letting them get, letting them get a little behind the scenes action. And actually, the YouTube is getting more views and and traction now than the audio is. I Man, I think, I don't know. I like, you know, people like you watching You want to, put a, to yeah. put a face to something, yeah. Put a face to a voice. And and plus, if you're just listening to a conversation go on like this, then it's probably not as... If they were just listening to us, I mean, that'd probably be pretty Yeah, boring. they probably done drove off the road into a tree or something <laughs> yeah. by now. Get me out of this. Yeah, um... But, no, and I'm not saying anything about it. This is very interesting. But if I always say that if you're, if you're not into podcasts, they're all boring. If you're not into right, hearing right. somebody have a conversation, then all podcasts are boring. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But we got nice little clips we can play in here if you want to. In
1: one time at band camp?
0: That's all I got for you. He used uh, to drive for my uncle, Summer's Roofing, number 27, in the oh, Charger oh, Division oh, yeah, at Myrtle Beach yeah. Speedway. I know him, yes. Summer's roofing. I hear you,
1: Chazzy David, Jeff. David and or David, um, David Henderson used to drive drive that car too. He was he won a bunch of races. That 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 car. Whether my dad was in it, he, I don't think Dad drove it that long. Maybe a season, maybe two seasons. I don't know. I was young. Yeah. Um, that car, whoever was driving it, which was David Henderson and my dad, were neck and neck every week. I mean,
0: those are the two you had to beat if you went Myrtle Beach. <laughs> oh man! In the Charger division, I would love to go back and see some of those damn races again, just from the stands, even. But like, I like watching the races from the stands at Myrtle Beach. But being in the pit, like, because you get on get on that up that spiral staircase where everybody's standing, and it's just like I don't
1: know if that's there anymore. Really? In the middle? No, I don't. I don't know. Huh? I haven't been up there
0: here in the, in the yeah. that building in years. Yeah, I, I, I last time I went, well, I was easily 18, 19, 18. shit.
1: Because long I longer. moved
0: here. I moved here when I was. No, shit. I was younger than that. I was probably 16 or 17 then. Jesus. A long time, man. long time, man. Because hell, yeah, I moved here I was, when I was
1: 19. When I think about being 19 or 20, I'm like, oh, that wasn't that long ago. Oh, well. It was more than 10 yeah.
0: years ago. So. You're 30 now? You're 30 yet? 31. 31? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, man. It happens. Yeah. It happens so quick. It just Bri- turned, it just Brian 21. Jordan said he's watching you, Brandon. He said, is Brandon wearing underwear? No. No, Brian. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I'm bullshitting.
0: Yeah, Brian. I <laughs> <laughs> don't know why he wants to know that. Now you know, Brian. No. But no. Seriously, though, like, uh, I would love to go back to, like, the mid-90s and go back to just a racetrack again, back when it was just... Like no holds barred pretty much. And, and then we're staying at a racetrack until 4 o'clock in the morning getting torn down because <laughs> we won. And somebody don't believe that we, we – uh, we get torn down by a guy named Trey Hall every week. I don't know if you remember that guy. But he, he raced at Myrtle Beach and he raced at at, uh, at Florence. But we got torn down by him every week. Man, he must have been winning. Yeah, we was winning. They yeah. don't give a shit if you're not winning. No. Then maybe. they made that, that one year where it was mandatory to tear down. Like everybody that won it was mandatory that they well, got to win. Us, now. usually they you know, they, they have certain things they
1: check, carburetor. Um yeah. carburetor's number one thing's the easiest. Sometimes they check the heads and the engine. Mostly it's uh nowadays they're checking for illegal suspension parts and yeah. advantages like that in the rear end. There's things like that. There's a lot of things you can cheat on that they got rules in place for, but
0: Tyler Hamilton, there's another go-kart track, Southern Cart K in Loris. Oh, yeah, um, Southern Cartway. Cartway. Danny's. Cart K. Cart K. I see what you did.
1: Danny's. We, went, we raced a bunch out there, too.
0: Man, I, I didn't know a whole lot about the go-kart stuff. My, uh, I remember going as a kid once, but it was a dirt track. And I just remember, like, I was just a... I was a weird kid, man. I came home like just that piled up, you know, a couple of inches of dirt all over your <laughs> oh, yeah. skin, and oh, just yeah. no, I didn't like that very much. Oh yeah, my mom.
1: <laughs> when we used to get home from a racetrack, I would have stripped down to my underwear at the front door, like outside. Yeah, we didn't allow to bring the clothes inside. Just to go back
0: and get a shower. <laughs> Dude, that's how it was. at, like uh, Lakeview. I I, keep, I remember that the most. Like just coming back from Lakeview and just being covered in a film of dirt. Oh yeah, man! Dirt tracks are dirty. <laughs> They're dirty. <laughs> you wouldn't think. And here's the thing: a lot of people don't don't. Uh, have you raised dirt
1: on cars? No.
0: Now I wish. is is uh, is it the same that whole sliding around the fucking corner on the and on go karts? Is it the same way on go karts no. as it is in cars at no, all? Not at all. Because in cars you're basically drifting. That's like a drifting yeah, it's, track. you, you
1: in dirt cars, you're driving a car to throttle. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of pointing it, and you're more or less driving a car to throttle. Yeah. Go karts is all on oval, dirt oval is all high bite. I mean, it's just okay. like grip. Yeah. I mean,
0: <laughs> you stuck at the racetrack. These are basically mud. Like that. I remember, they would just just yeah. like mud up the tracks before you got started to go around with the
1: damn. Oh yeah, I mean moisture equals grip in a lot of places. Huh. For what I know about Derek car racing, moisture
0: <laughs> equals grip, ladies. You hear that? Moisture equals grip.
1: God, I'm buried. Oh,
0: uh, uh, you know me. what I didn't do? I was I was bragging on all those close-ups on the camera angles, and I never even said them.
1: Oh, well. Hopefully, they don't, don't see that.
0: you. Oh no, they've been seeing both of us, oh. but. Uh, but they've been literally seeing both of us the whole time. That was my fault on that one. Whoops.
1: Oh, you got a little thing you click on? And...
0: Yeah. I mean, they've been seeing both of us. It was oh. just usually there's like a. One of my cousins was in the racing go karts, but he sucked at it. It's
1: <laughs> a lot of people that sucked at it.
0: Uh, RC dirt oval, okay. On the RC cars. I don't know a lot about that stuff Man, either.
1: That's fun. Well, yeah. Do you ever do that? I, yeah. Our Gore. Something me and my little brother to do, man. Oh, I hear you. We race like every... Wednesday, Actually, man.
0: shit. I just saw you post a, something about that. A very heartfelt message about your brother the other day. Oh, God. We're about RC, RC shit. I ain't yeah, going to make cry. you cry on here. I ain't no, gonna bar- I'm not going to bar- cry. <laughs> I ain't going to barb bar- water shit or nothing. But, uh, That's a little drama. It was taken care of. Have you... Have you... Uh, have you raced with Repack? Man, no. Have you ever raced with... Or, or mess... <laughs> I've always talked about Ravn.
1: I know he he used to help. Yeah. I've I've probably seen him at the racetrack back in those days, but didn't know him. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just.
0: He's been saying over and over that he wants to get in here. Uh, Okay, I got you, Tyler. You're racing buddy on off road at Beach RC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I see, Tyler. I got you, homie. Uh, Let's. uh, uh, But yeah, I was saying that. um, Shit, what was I just saying before I lost my lost that train of thought? So about oh, Repack and he Oh yeah, 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 that's right. Fucking Repack, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> fucking Repack. So Repack wants to come in here and he wants to do a podcast. And every time I see him, I'm like, dude, just let me know whenever you want to come in, dude. Yeah. anytime you want, and he's like, yeah, man. One day I want to get in there, man. I'm going to do a podcast. I'm like, damn it, Repack, do it then. Yeah, man. Come on, son. I guess we'll get we'll give old, we'll give old Tyler a wrench, since we know him. See that's right. Anybody that works on cars loves to get a wrench. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, when you get a wrench, you get a um, you add a moderator so like they they can they can like if somebody says something in the chat that doesn't need to be said, like, they can they can delete the message or like boot people out of the chat and shit like that. Okay. Yeah. You got a wrench, bud. You got a wrench, bud. <laughs> but uh but yeah, man. So uh I I wanted to I wanted to kind of just do a little bit of NASCAR nostalgia as far as like when NASCAR was before everybody gave a shit about, you know, you couldn't have alcohol sponsorships or you couldn't have cigarette sponsorships and all that before all of that caught on. It was like some of the like it was some of the shit. Do you think about doing as a kid that you couldn't get away with now? Like just literally building a wooden box on the back of a bed of a truck so that you'd have a camper for the oh, yeah. for the weekend. Do you ever know people to do that, man? I don't know. Build boxes on truck beds so they would Dude, like technically count as a camper. I've seen it. Painting numbers on the side of it, and they'd make you take it off because you couldn't have any kind of like.
1: Man, there's a. <laughs> there used to be this uh, at Myrtle Beach B-Way, there was this van. The like, highlight is big. It was metal, like a big metal, freaking, tower on top of it. He'd drive out there on the back straightaway and have like a big tower to stand on and watch a race, dude. And you like see Like
0: that. just just from behind the track.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he paid he paid his way to get in. You oh, used you okay, feel okay, to sit okay. on the back straightaway. Oh probably. yeah, I remember there was
0: like the old those old
1: like wooden stands back there. Yeah, I yeah they had the stands those. back there, and um. Yep. Dude, that was the best way to watch a race. Those wooden stands. Well, no, or no, back in front and behind the Backed back up to a truck against the fence. Oh, yeah. Anywhere you go, that's the best place to watch a race. I would say, because that whole back straightaway is nothing. It's your coolers right there. You don't have to, like, walk down steps to yeah. go to the bathroom. It's I. It's convenient.
0: That's We always used, we had we had this van we called Betsy. And we were driving in, and it had this, I mean, it was just a, a, a van with a roof. And we would just stand like five or six of us stand up there. No guardrail, no rail, no oh, nothing. Yeah. Just stand on top of the van out of the pits. Dude, going this, the tunnel. this thing,
1: this thing was elevated like, oh, like yeah. at least five foot on top of the van.
0: Yeah, that that sounds like they were they were a little bit more elevated than we were in in, in a lot of ways, probably. Ed, Ed,
1: Ed Bennett. That's his name. Ed Bennett. I couldn't think of his name. Shout, shout out to Ed. God. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> People oh, would stand is, on I'm their
0: houses it. in the neighborhood behind the speedway, mm. Tyler says.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, the
0: racetrack's been there,
1: I don't know, years and years and years and years and years. They put a a, um, development behind it, like a housing development behind it. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know if these people that moved into this housing development or not saw the giant racetrack that was there before they moved in. And they started complaining. Oh, yeah. They got hit with a noise ordinance. you got to be done by 12. Oh man! So how the race though. No, yeah, what well, does now? Really? Or the county comes and slaps a noise ordinance on them; they just got to pay a fine, I guess. Jesus!
0: What's up, Diving? Appreciate that. Get get them to hit that thumbs up button. Thank hey. you, Diving. Diving, uh, I, I, one of the few people that we don't know personally in here. We uh, came over from Jamie Deluxe's channel. I actually think Jamie's live right now, so. Uh, I got a notification about that a while ago. Maybe done. He was on a drive. It looks like, but um, uh, so yeah. But about but about going back to NASCAR nostalgia.
1: Matt Sprad just texted me or messaged me on Facebook. Next door, can't talk to me. Jesus, my bad, dude. Jesus, he <laughs> I just said, found out you lived here a minute ago. <laughs> he said
0: that uh, whenever you were going to drive number fifty-four. That or whatever number it was that you had to go and ask him if you could have the number back, please, (laughs) please. (laughs) He told me to tell you that, please.
1: (laughs) No, that's actually a family racing number. Um, I had to earn that number. I was number eighty-eight when I started racing. Oh, Dale Jarrett, Dale Junior. Yeah, well, it was way before Dale Junior. was number eighty-eight. But um, why did I pick? I don't even remember why I picked eighty-eight. That I wasn't ready, it's the reason I think I liked Del because is the yeah. second number
0: I picked. But um No, I had to win several races before I could be number fifty four. So like you had to earn it. That's so funny. He's like, you tell him how I say that, he probably knew you would react just like that. Uh, to just it. like that. Yeah. <laughs> He's number fifty four.
1: He chose that number because of my family. He's always run around. He's a big fan of my dad and my cousin. Yeah. He's always been around. Oh Maddie. I think I don't know. there's a couple of different people. That was number fifty-four. could have chose that from, but I think that's the reason why.
0: Yeah, I feel bad for old Maddie and his mom. They were they were just sitting over there minding their own business, and then all of a sudden, there's fucking law beating on their Dude, door asking about shit. That is wild. I know. You takes you, you mess it, and we made it all the way through here, and not bringing it up once so far. But uh, <laughs> they hang, hang like that, lamb leg. <laughs> Mm. Nailed it. There you go.
1: That sounds great. There's your here's
0: your burnt mic there for your mom's house. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, like they um, apparently apparently his mom Matt's mom was like in the kitchen cooking something and like walked outside with a fucking butcher knife in her hand and all the damn SWAT teams around here God. and they're asking they're asking her about did their, she walk outside with the knife? Yeah, because oh, apparently they, they. I'm glad he didn't shoot her. Yeah. Right. Well. God. I, But that's the thing. That could have gone so differently, you know. That could have gone so many different ways. And the longer I think about it, the more that that seems like a possible option. But, yeah, he said that they looked at the door and they saw the dude, like, knock on the screen door over there and was like, you know, gave him the finger and motioned him to come outside. And she went outside and, like, was pretty much telling – they were telling her what was going on. And she was like, what, Him? no, not, no, this is like, not, whatever you think, no, that ain't going on over there. Like whatever, he's doing a podcast right now. Yeah. And then they were, then the dude, apparently they said that that conversation that went on, the the cop, the the criminal investigator that came in and talked to me said that that conversation went on for probably, I don't know, 15 minutes or so before they were, they actually said, well, let's just go and knock on the guy's door and just. They're sizing you up. Yeah. They're going oh, yeah. to get the neighbors input yeah. about you and everything yeah. before. Oh
1: yeah.
0: It was a good thing they did. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: they just come kick right. your door
0: down. Well that's what I'm saying. Like if they kick my door down and like uh I had the advantage over Jason who I don't know if Jason's still in the chat, but I had the advantage over Jason just because I walked outside and I saw like just a shitload of cops, and I'm thinking, okay, well, they need my help. You know, obviously yeah. something's going wrong, and they need my help. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm like, I'm gonna help you. And I walked outside, and I believe that the first thing that Jason probably saw might have been a gun coming around the corner <laughs> because I, I'm just maybe out of just habit, that might be how they just enter the house. But oh, yeah. I know that whenever they walked by the camera and everything, like, arms were down. But, I mean, Jason was out of the house by then. So, I think that they asked him to come outside. And he was like, he, he was holding his headphones like, don't shoot me. <laughs> yeah, please. Like, don't yeah, shoot. please don't, don't shoot don't me. Shoot. But but seriously, man, that and, and the more I think about it and the more I, I uh, talk to people about it, there's no way that they're going to find out who did this. Like, there's... Yeah, Jason's right here in the chat, bro. Jason, I hate to I hate to laugh, man, but that that clip of you going scare me real bad, bro. Yeah, scare me real bad. Bro. It was so funny, man. <laughs> it
1: was so. Now, funny. if you actually come and sit in this, well, he didn't get to sit in this chair.
0: Yeah, but he was. But under- sitting
1: in this spot that he was sitting at, I mean, I yeah. From your video camera, if you haven't been here, you don't know exactly where in the house. Yeah, exactly. You're sitting, you know what I mean. Right by the door. I mean. The front door, yeah. My yeah, right front door is
0: right here. Like, oh, right there. <laughs> like he,
1: he, Jason would have seen. If we're just sitting here and a gun comes around the corner, bro. Yeah. Hands up, <laughs> hands, up, hands up.
0: Don't shoot. Hands up. Don't shoot. Yeah, seriously, man. Like that, That's exactly what happened. And the freakiest part about it is that people actually have gotten killed from that situation. Like, and I didn't know. I didn't do a lot of research on it until right after it happened for obvious reasons. But yeah, that shit freaked me out, bro. After I'm like after after I got to thinking about how they found out my uh after I found out how they how they got to finding my address and shit, and then I was like, okay, so this dude could have my address, and now he's like pumping my address out to a shitload of people and whatnot. Like yeah. that kind of freaks me out. But the cops being here and the guns and everything, I didn't like. I grew up in the south, dude. Like I, I, I it's not been the first time that somebody's knocked on my door holding a gun. It, it's I got a best segue right here. Okay. Okay. I love it. It's <laughs> a
1: great segue. Great. Okay, so me and my dad were heading to a race, and the hitch, we just got on 95. We were in Florence, get on 95. We were going to upstate South Carolina to race somewhere. And um as soon as we got on as soon as we were coming around the on-ramp on the 95, the hitch broke on the trailer. Oh shit. So we had the Toter home, which carries the big race car trailer. Yeah. So we had my mom and the the company that worked for at the time, his mechanic, bringing us my mom's Yukon so we could okay. hook up to the trailer and continue yeah. on. Well, that takes, what, an hour? Yeah. Hour and 10 minutes to get there from... So me and dad were piddling in the trailer, and um. honestly, God, this state trooper. I mean, we had nothing to do. We are just piddling around, messing with the go-kart stuff, tires, yeah. whatever. This state trooper peeks around the corner, guns blazing, eyes big as golf balls, and I'm standing there like, <gasps> <laughs> don't, don't shoot me! Yeah, no, don't shoot me! dude. I mean, I'm, I mean, I I mean, was, I don't know how old I was. I was young, but I was a little kid. Yeah, <laughs> Man. No, no kidding. That will freak you out. I was like, Man, you could have well, I didn't have a happy trigger or nothing. I mean, How did that end? Oh, it was fine after that. Um, yeah, once they realize you're not a threat. Well, yeah, like, we're not building a bomb or nothing's I going on I mean, we, we or, probably
0: could if we wanted to. We don't have we that we enough in We us. probably had enough
1: chemicals in that trailer yeah. to do that. But, um, <laughs> no, uh, I think, all right, we, anytime you... It's like a bad omen. Anytime you, like, break down or something happens prior to a race. Yeah. I like guess you're going there or you can't get set up right to go to a race. or It's better to just stay home.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll say that for sure. It's better to I'll just say stay home. I'll that's accurate as fuck. Well I mean, you, yeah.
1: nothing ever comes good at it.
0: It's like, yeah, the Doesn't universe be... is telling you you don't really need to go right yet. But, yeah, man, just, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, just growing up in the South... When I saw the cop was holding the gun, like, pointing down at the ground and shit, just like, okay, so you're obviously doing your job. Something's wrong. There's something bad going on around here. And, like, uh, shot my wife in the face. Like, fuck. He said if they have to come back now, that uh, they'll just knock on the door and be like, did you shoot your wife in the face this time? <laughs> I'm like, no, not this time, man. Like, I told Adam Justice, though, I was like, dude, I'll probably, they'll, they'll probably give me a get out of jail free card if I ever shoot my wife in the face. I don't, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I, I don't think it's uh, a joke, guys. It's a joke. Don't know. freak out. It's a fucking joke. I don't think you get get out of jail free cards for that. <laughs> yeah, um, I You're right. You're right. No, I <laughs> just feel like, yeah, man, no. Did you shoot your wife in the face? No. No, nope. sure I might, might throw them off the scent for a couple of days, but you know, yeah, eventually you're gonna go down for that. Yeah. Boy who cried wolf. Mm-hmm. But but see, that that really freaked me out a lot to think that like somebody had my address, like somebody out there had my address. They got it off of my website before I had privatized it. Man,
1: I don't know. I get mail all the time from people I don't know how to get my address. Like people wanting to sell me insurance or oh yeah. I mean, well, I mean, yeah. your 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 address gets put in his database. I've never thought about that. Wonder.
0: Same you know, with your phone difference? number. Yeah, right. I mean, how do they get your number? Dude, people
1: call me. I got a tell murder call me the other day. The number was literally one digit different than mine. Really? Yeah. And some that's Indian the Indian th- guy answered. I'm like, uh, click. That's
0: <laughs> so creepy because I have had the same thing happen to me. Like, I'll I'll uh. I'll answer, and it says Georgetown County or yeah. whatever, like a Georgetown County number. And I'm like, oh, shit, okay, so I must know this person. And somebody, somebody about your, um, your, extended, your extended warranty yep. on your automobile. Yeah, extended warranty on your automobile. That's exactly what it's about. Every time. All the fucking time, man. Every time. But yeah, th- just in this day and age, and I and I, I talked about this a little bit in the last episode. I went to Miyabi Junior the other day when I got the Japanese burps. And uh, I was walking in Miyabi Junior and I was thinking like what's the percentage that I might know somebody in here right now like just just somebody who may have seen cornbread before or somebody who may have come into Tito's yeah. years ago when I was working or mm-hmm. just random people that I might know and I'm like what if that percentage upped itself to 100% like what if I got what I want out of this this YouTube thing cuz I mean I want I yeah. want to, to to you know Get my word out there and get the, you know, the things that I'm trying to get out into the world to a lot of people. So, like, what if I got what I wanted and what if I did up my viewership by a lot and there was a 100% chance that everybody would know me when I walked in here? And then I thought, how is that different for me walking into Food Line in Bennettville, South Carolina? Because every single person in that store knows know you. Know you.
1: Yeah, that's where you're from I mean a small town.
0: Exactly. How is this different than that? Just like you grow up. People from the South, I believe, are so good with fame. Just because in the South, everybody knows everybody. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, I never Everybody's thought about famous that. in their hometown, right? Yeah, I never thought about that. I hadn't either until I had that thought the other day. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know, man. It's just like you go to Mooresville. Yeah. to like Charlotte. you know. Yeah. Dude, you're going to find – you're going to see people – Exactly. They they'll talk to you like they're normal. Exactly. Race car drivers, they don't. I mean, it don't matter. They don't. Yeah. They're just normal people. I mean, I don't. Right. As long as you don't. People act like fans. You know. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Up there, it's not like that. I mean. Yeah. Just, as long you as you
0: just, did, yeah talk to me like a person, and i and we'll this will be fine. Like. Yeah. You, we were talking about RC racing earlier. Yeah.
1: I know more people like within the top three series in NASCAR through. RC racing. than I have my entire racing career, if you—that's what you want to call it. Yeah. That's I mean. That's there's...
0: pretty cool. A lot of those guys involved in that. Oh God, yeah.
1: Every one of them. There was a track in Mooresville. Um, it was right. It was right beside Richard Petty's race shop. In more in Charlotte. And um, that's my cousin. Richard Petty. Yeah. Well, I'll do. All right. That's pretty cool. So because <laughs> I don't think he's watching.
0: But, um, yeah, probably not. I hadn't got that notification yet. He's not subscribed. No, um, no, but you just be su-
1: there's so many people, and they get they got done work on Wednesdays, they went and raced, and that's what they did. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I mean, it's like crew chiefs, like the hell, the number three car crew chief, I'm friends with him.
0: I oh, the, the old oh, Danny the, Stockman, the once proud Goodrich number three,
1: yep, yeah, yeah. uh, Austin Dillon's car,
0: Goodrich plus
1: friends with his crew chief um that's pretty cool it's a bunch of engineers from like Penske and stuff that race RC cars they come they travel down here and race all the time um Justin the Xfinity champion the Bush series yeah um William Byron races the race number 24 car he come he's been down here racing RC cars several times
0: Do, is that similar to them uh, and is it is it like PlayStation controller pretty much or are they like no it's um trigger and dial I mean yeah so it's literally like just the yeah. shit old school, like RC car yeah, controller. It's, yeah. Yeah. But just much but it's, more advanced.
1: Oh God. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's far advanced from what it used to be. I mean, I think I haven't doing it that long, maybe two years or so, but, um, maybe almost three.
0: Yeah. I don't know. But, um, anyway, it's,
1: it's super technical.
0: Well, and Repack tells me that a lot of guys do that online racing too, because I think he's I got one of those. That. He's got one of those chairs, and mm-hmm. uh, I think he's got the the whole setup. Yeah, he says that he's he's met a few like oh those, yeah, those guys, guys do that here. too. I
1: mean, yeah, you'll be in a race or something, from what I understand, and you'll see their name pop up, and you'll just race with them. Yeah, that's how. Uh, that's how Dale Earnhardt Jr. discovered Martin Truex. Online, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. They started racing against each other on iRacing, became yeah.
0: buddies, and then it was history from there. Huh. That's actually pretty badass to think yeah. like that uh, That somebody can – well, I, I'm not surprised at all because I know that the United States military has been recruiting Halo players since Halo and Call of Duty online players. <laughs> I do not doubt it. For, since Halo has been a thing. I do not doubt that at all. And I don't know a lot about the the gun game, so that's why I say Halo and Call of Duty because those are the only two that I can think of that we. If my brother, if you
1: want to have an episode about video games, just call my brother. You know? <laughs> I know nothing about video
0: games. <laughs> actually, actually, one of my one of my one of my best friends, Patrick Hanna, who's always on with me. He's yeah, he's probably done I think the most episodes. Him and Seth maybe, but Patrick Patrick knows uh, all kinds of video game shit, and it will be he'll bring it up at like trivia or something like that. And I'm like, dude, I know zero what you're talking about man i got no clue what you mean <laughs> but if you want to talk about nintendo <laughs> yeah if you want to talk duck about hunt? nintendo you want to talk about duck hunt and some double dribble some marble madness i got you what
1: but, about uh what was it was it not the knockout punch out punch out mike tyson punch, punch out was it punch out or knockout punch out punch out dude that was the greatest doo, doo, doo. Yeah, is it, is it The dirt?
0: The old, the old uh, <laughs> mean Gene Oakland referee looking yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was
1: that was probably my favorite video game.
0: Punch Out was Punch Out was. A very, I don't have it, but I got a lot pretty. I got a pretty decent collection of NES games, but uh, yeah, it was only Mike Tyson's Punch Out for like a couple of years, or maybe a year, and then like he removed his endorsement or whatever, and hmm. then it went on as just Punch Out, but. <clears throat> Well, the one I had, I didn't know there was more than one. It was Mike Tyson's. What
1: the hell was that? Sounded like, like a
0: thunder or a gunshot or something. Definitely sounded like a gunshot. You heard that, too? Did it get you? What, did, did it you, get you? Did you do something? No. Oh, well. That was definitely outside. Well, somebody must have saw a squirrel. Either that or it was a, a firework. Fireworks and gunshots sound very similar. It's probably a bro. Oh, Lord. No, let's hope not. That was kind of terrifying. Yeah, I mean, it was Considering weird. Considering things that have happened yeah. in the last week. And we are just talking and about this is the one-week anniversary. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess it is. Now, I wonder, uh, would it be louder in our earphones? No, it would have been louder without it. And just the fact that we... Because we, I felt it. Yeah, I was like... I felt it. Sounded like lightning popped outside or something, like right by the door. It sounded like a damn Transformer. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm still got lights, so Yeah, but that's what it sounded like. You yeah. ever had a transport blow? Oh, yeah. oh, that's oh, what yeah. it sounded like. And that's mm-hmm. what it felt like. Like I felt the pressure off of it. Like Yeah.
1: I felt that too. I don't know. iRacing
0: racing right? has Myrtle Beach Speedway.
1: Yeah, I know. I oh, got I to didn't get that. that game. I was watching YouTube videos of iRacing racing at Myrtle Beach Speedway and uh it's I mean right down to the the ripple strips, the bumps in the middle, the over the tunnel in one and two. Yeah. That's pretty damn accurate. That game is legit.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. I I wish. See, the only video game that I play, and I actually played it last night. I couldn't. I, I already watched the Dirt. I've watched all of Netflix. Oh uh, yeah. Like I've watched everything that's on Netflix. I was like, I'm gonna play a little bit MLB the Show, a little bit of baseball. But when when uh, my brother had Xbox, we used to play like the whatever NASCAR game that had just come out with and with paintball option. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. See, I was I was more of a realist. I
1: didn't really. Yeah. yeah I wanted to. Real actually race. Yeah. I wanted to like put up. Yeah. Dude, I would sit. That's the only video game I played, Harley, on like PlayStation or Xbox. Yeah. So, dude, I would set up like a 500-lap race at Richmond or something and actually race the three and a half hours that it would take to race that race. That's my brother would do the same but thing. I loved it. I mean, that was my favorite
0: thing to do. I wonder I, I you know, I I need to send a link to this to my brother. I know that I told him to watch, I don't know if he is or not. But uh but yeah, man, it's uh he would sit there on his beanbag at the foot of his bed, on a beanbag, leaning up against his bed, literally like probably a foot and a half away from the T V <laughs> and sit there and play hours and hours of just literally Whatever, whatever. Like he would set up a full a full length race for like however yeah. long it would take. I didn't get to do that.
1: That often, my dad didn't let me play video games that much. Oh That's my. probably for the best. Though. Oh, it was great. I think
0: video games. Would, uh, say it. Say it. <laughs> say it. I don't know. <laughs> video games have fucked up the world. Video games have ruined the lives of children. I don't know that I'm it has or not. I'm, though, I'm just because. I'm,
1: yeah, all the all these kids do nowadays. They don't know how to do stuff with their hands. They don't know how to build yeah. stuff. They don't, they don't, you know, that's fine. What they do know is video games, though. Yeah. And I don't think it should get to the point where they can't dif- differentiate reality yeah. and I and, agree. and video games. But, I mean, I think there is probably some good that can come of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like you said, the military's been recruiting people to play Halo. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Well,
0: not only that, because that's what, you know, drone pilots now are all, that's all you're doing. Like, you're sitting, I don't know if you've ever seen Hurt Locker or A a Good Kill, but they're just sitting there literally, like, with video game controllers in a warehouse in Vegas, flying drones over Afghanistan or wherever. So, I mean,
1: yeah, that's that's these kids' niche. Um, As much as somebody like you or I, or parents especially, that, like... Hate it. I kind of get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. But I wish there was... Like, somebody could find something. I wish there was more opportunity for these these kids. That all they do is play video games. Because they're they're not going to make it. Yeah. Wish it, we should learn something instead of... Yeah. So, I mean, if there's a way they can transfer that over to something else, I mean, that would yeah. be best. I'm all for that. You know what I mean? But uh, other than... Dude, I think there's people that play video games get paid to do it. Isn't there?
0: Oh, absolutely. Dude, there are... I uh, did you ever do DraftKings? You ever with DraftKings? Oh, NASCAR every week. Okay, do you know that you can bet on gamers on DraftKings? I saw that. It's like a little game yep. controller. Yep. Yep. I never even clicked on it. Yep. You can bet on gamers on DraftKings, dude. I I, do. I I would go into DraftKings and play just free games, just free free yeah. games until I get like you know you win like fifty cent or seventy five mm-hmm. cent, and then you can play some quarter games and chill oh, yeah. like that. I, I do that all the time, man. I haven't in a while, but I used to. In baseball season, I do it a lot.
1: Dude, I'm so rusty on baseball and football and any other kind of sport you bet on. Yeah. All I do is NASCAR. I mean,
0: I mean, I, know that. I
1: can pick a, I can pick yeah. a decent lineup. You know, just yeah. from knowing who does good there and I'll look oh, at, for sure, look at practice and qualifying times, stuff
0: like that, and well, kind of figure out. You know a little bit more of what, you know what, it takes to win. <laughs> <laughs> than the average person. Yeah, I, guess so. I mean, I don't know. Or what advantages could help somebody win? Like, if, okay, if you got this kind of a running time on this track, and you're ending up here, and the
1: and the thing about that is, I'll get my tail cut a lot too. What's on going DraftKings? on, artillery? I get my tail cut a lot on DraftKings too, just because I think this is how it should go. It yeah. never goes that way.
0: Oh well, that's 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 just like yeah, it's, every, it's just the uh, they're sliding back. Was... The yeah, whenever it's it's the microphone if you put it over there. I don't know, that one likes to hiss a little bit more than, than the other ones do, but if you get this too close to the... to, the,
1: to these, their, these j- things
0: are fancy, though, man. Dude, I, I got these from uh, Sound Systems on 544. If any of y'all musicians locally in the area need any kind of musical equipment or any sort of podcast equipment or any kind of things like that, and by the way, everybody should have a podcast. Everybody that can hear this should start a podcast. You should have a podcast. You should talk yeah. about whatever. whatever. Just talk about racing. Talk yeah. about what you want to talk. Interview people at the track. And you don't you could release once a month. I believe everybody should have a podcast to where they should they everybody should have that. Everybody should have a But see, this. if I was
1: gonna do it, I would want, you know, the round table, two or three people sitting around yeah. it and you know what I mean? And like shooting the man. video, video and stuff. I'd like that,
0: but you should really do it, man. It takes nothing. Like, when I first started, dude, I was dude, just... nothing. Look at all this fucking I, equipment. You I, I, I know. <laughs> I, but now I have this. Yeah. But when I first started, I didn't have this, and I was still releasing a podcast. Like, I've, I've crowdsourced all of this. Like, I've dropped, like, all of the GoFundMe. I've raised, I think, $675 on GoFundMe. Yeah. This was, like, 300 and these mics are $100 a piece, Oh, yeah. And I bought the headphones. Oh yeah, not bad. And and I mean like the headphones are like thirty bucks a piece, and and I've that's that's why, and I'm very transparent about how much I've spent on this stuff because yeah, these people have have donated it, money, and I want to yeah. let them know where their money went. And man, that's cool. yeah, dude, just anything that and a phone sitting in the middle of a in the middle of a table can pick up better audio than most bands in the '50s and '60s had recording their oh, albums. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. recording their albums, and you might hear that little <sighs> in the background a little bit. But once people get used to hearing your voices talk, because you can hear the background noise here. But I like the fact that this is a room we're sitting in, and not a studio.
1: Right. Well, this feels watch, like a room. If you watch, I mean, watching your podcast
0: and stuff. I mean, yeah.
1: It, I mean, it sounds high quality.
0: Everything does. I, and know? I, I exactly. And and I'm probably the only one because I'm a perfectionist that hears the
1: <sighs> in oh, yeah, the background. am more I'm than probably, likely. That's but, like you can go listen to a band play, and you can tell me exactly every single time yeah. they mess up, and I'll be over yeah. there. Okay.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's yeah. another another advantage that I believe I had too is like I had all the band equipment. Like when I first started, I was using just the stuff that I used to gig. Right, right. So and I, it finally got to the point where I, I have this now, and I and the the listeners have been really good about uh, hitting up the GoFundMe. By the way, if you you guys want to help out at all, I've got a link to the GoFundMe in the. Uh, in the description of the video here uh, drop something in it if you if you feel so inclined it's not necessity at all but but by all means if, if you want to it's there for you but that, that dude just people will hear what you talk about and they will enjoy that and oh, if yeah. they want and if they are so inclined to help you out then they'll want they'll want you to release a better product for them and that's exactly <coughs> what happened here like uh, the People wanted a, a better quality podcast and this is where all this stuff came from yeah but I gotta outsourced gotta ask what are these maybe it's a stupid
1: question what are the screens I've
0: always seen them it's it's considered a pop screen like when you say pop, pop. instead of hearing a you won't hear the you won't hear the like a buh or a you it makes a pop sound like oh. it, it makes like a bassy pop sound and it will take away from the noise the the sound of the word rather you'll just hear like a like a kick drum yeah it just smooths. it's like a pop screen basically i got you i got you just like any 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 letter that makes a hard noise like a buh or a you it just heart it it, it de heart. It doesn't make the word sound so harsh.
1: I think I know what you're trying to say. Yeah,
0: okay, <laughs> there you go. Nah. Good. Plan. If you guys, if you guys get it too, I hope I'll, y'all get it. Yeah, yeah, I hope you get it. So uh, we we got about an hour and 21 minutes of of audio content sure. here, and that's probably about an hour and a half of video content, if I had to guess. Any any uh, any final words you want to leave with the world? Anything that you want like a mission statement or anything that you want to. No, I do want to tell people, if you are watching, um,
1: come out to Myrtle Beach. Come to a race. Yeah. Our next one is uh, April 20th. I'm not sure at the time. Um, but if you follow me on any social media or anything, you'll see that. Do you
0: want me to put a link to your social
1: media in here? Um, You can put, yeah, my Instagram, probably best, or my Facebook. It don't matter. Anyone. It don't matter. Um, I'll post whenever the race is, is full schedule and everything. Um. Yeah. Follow Myrtle Beach Speedway's Facebook page. Um, come on out. Um, it's a good show. Yep.
0: Yeah, come watch a race. I'll I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll uh, you don't give a shit about these people having your Facebook, do you? No. Is no. all your shit public, pretty much? Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll put a link. I'll put a link here in the chat. Oh well. I said I would. There we go. Uh, it won't let me send it. What? Why not? I probably got some kind of privacy. On there. Oh no no no! no. It's, it's it's not that. It's uh, it's just the the link. The link is is too long for YouTube chat. Uh, I'll I'll put it down on in the, the bottom border. of the video. We'll we'll put your contact information that way you can. You guys can see what's going on. I would suggest yes, go to a race because Man, I, I mean I just
1: love to get. More local people involved in watching racing and or even participating. You know, I mean, there's ways to do it if you want to get into it. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, yeah, everything's a little expensive, but to start off, it's kind of expensive. I mean, probably the, on the same entry, as this podcast. Level, uh, a little more than that. Probably.
0: I mean, but I mean, the same. Like <laughs> yeah. in the beginning, it's not that expensive. But if you want to go further, then it. Next thing you they know, you know, you'll have a
1: shop full of shit, and you just yeah. don't know
0: what to do with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Too exactly. Much stuff.
1: But um. No, yeah, come to a race, enjoy it. Um, we've got some good local sponsors yeah. and stuff. I mean, everything, everything's fun, man.
0: Speaking of local sponsors, uh, Chris <laughs> Conklin, Chris Conklin told me he was gonna. He said, "I'll be watching." He said, "I'll be watching." He says that Seven C sponsored one of his one of his oh, good go cars. cars. Right yeah, the he day. sponsored
1: me for a big race one time. Yeah, it was greatly appreciated. We got a race April twentieth. Seven C Seafood. Yeah, I no, mean it's great, man. I got um. Jason Burton with uh, a Myrtle Fishing Charters. Okay, yeah, he's on board, man. He sponsor a race car. You got to love racing.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, he's just got to be a fan.
1: You know, I mean, I can't really, I can't sit here and tell you that you sponsoring me is going to benefit your business in any way, shape, or form. Other than just a little bit of advertisement, and they'll give it at Myrtle Beach Speedway. Yeah, Spon- to sponsor somebody out there, I mean, you really, truly got to love the sport and want to help the person that you're helping.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I mean, that's.
1: That's kind of where that goes.
0: So, on this race on April 20th, twentieth, 420, I'm playing at Creek Grass that night with uh, American Sound. All the reason I know is because I know the gig that I'm playing on 420. 420. I didn't even realize I was there. <laughs> but, <laughs> shows you where we're at. But, yeah, if anybody wants to sponsor uh, yeah, help brand us or help Brandon's or well, not just calls me. I mean, or it's just I, yeah, help the you, you, racing in general.
1: The team, I mean, the, the track, I mean, there's great opportunity to to advertise it, to racetracks, man, it's, just, it's all kind of
0: things to do. I mean, it's... Oh, it's Tyler's going to be at Myrtle Beach this year supporting the 54 truck for my friend. Oh, right. Hell yeah, I man. I appreciate it. That? How good that's is nice that? Nice him. That's... Uh, Go that way. Yeah. push it around the pits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the toughest... Th- that's the thing. That's why you, everybody's like, why you got like a dozen people at, it, at your pits you all the time? Because people? whenever it gets down, you, ain't, it, you saving gas because that shit is not cheap. Oh yeah, I mean, screw that! I'd rather just pay for the gas I'd have to push a thing. But uh, Brian Jordan got five on it. But seriously, like, yeah, because you, you need that many people to push that damn heavy man, ass vehicle around. The more
1: hands you got, the better. I mean, yeah. really, it's nice to have. It's usually like two or three of us, and it's hell.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's You, always you need a horse. That's what you <laughs> yeah. beat. That's what you hey, beat. Boys good for. Going that's going what it is. Mean, that's what you hang beat. Boys good need for. Need
1: hot dogs, and it's time to push it. To the grid? Just,
0: when's, you know. when's it start back? The season's already in, right? Yes, there's already
1: been about three races. I'm off this Saturday, man. There's not a race this Saturday. Well, I'll be damned. You know why? Because you're off. Yep. Well, dude, honestly, <laughs> I mean, sports local dirt tracks. I mean, I'm dude. I'm sure Fayetteville or Lakeview. Somebody's racing this weekend. Oh yeah, well, for it sure. Be Dylan. I mean, Dylan's racing on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, just
0: anywhere you can go, just go check out a race. It you is get, really get a, f- take a kid with you. Absolutely, I'm. I'm telling you, it is. It is. As a kid, going to the racetrack, it was probably the most amazing thing I saw as a child. Like, I, I loved going to the racetrack when I was a kid. Hell yeah, man!
1: Other just, just get involved. I mean, if you don't, if it's your thing, don't be scared
0: to just go and check it yeah. out. absolutely. There you go, guys. Go and go and watch a race. Go find out where you are. Go hit up South Boston if you're in Virginia. Oh yeah. Yeah, ass racetrack. Too. Go hit them up. I, I, I've. Uh, I, me and uh, Michael and then went down to South Boston one time racing trucks.
1: Hey, South Boston is nothing like uh,
0: the word Boston. Not at all. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah, South so Boston's in Virginia, by the way.
1: Yeah, it's, and it's definitely Virginia.
0: Yeah. It's 100% Virginia. <laughs> yes, it is. There ain't no... And uh, shit, the the woman, this woman, before we get out, the, this woman who had recorded, uh, I never promised you a rose garden. Oh, the old country song. Yeah. I never promised you a rose garden. Whoever that woman is, it uh, <laughs> was at the racetrack that weekend, and oh, she mate. she performed. I never promised you a rose garden to a track that was played over the <laughs> announcer system of the <laughs> It was awful, I dude. Was it great. was awful.
1: But uh, one real quick story about South Boston. This is how I knew it was definitely Virginia. Yeah. My dad was traveling racing at the time, and me and my mom were going up the to The race and uh, couldn't find it obviously. We stopped in town, and yeah, this person I think they pulled up beside us at the red light. Like, Y'all know where to get in the race track, yeah. Come on, we're headed there now, follow us, <laughs> <laughs> dude. We went like, through, dude, we drove 20 minutes through nothing but bag, pack ass races. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, well, I these people aren't taking us to uh, murder but that's where we're going. Bomb six, yeah, that was a while back.
0: Oh, well. We'll get to all it. Right, I, I'll put hey, my phone over here in a minute and there'll be a dozen text messages from all these people that that think that uh, that I'm gonna respond to their text messages also with when they're alive. I bet it's Brian Jordan. You, I bet. Oh no. Uh, look, mind. dude definitely got over a dozen something. Dude, it's all notifications all oh, the, yeah. the time, bro. All the time. It pays to be popular. Well, <laughs> yeah, right being from the South, man, you're always popular no matter oh, yeah. where you everybody's famous in the South. Mm-hmm. Alright, Brother Brandon. Well good shit. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate all y'all listening and uh hanging with us here. Uh youtubers, hang tight for just a little bit. We're gonna do an intro for you. But audio people, be good. Be good people. In a world full of shitty people, don't be one of those people. Be a good person. You have a decision every day to whether or not be a good person. Always made a decision to be a good person. Always choose. If you can just bite the bullet a little bit and make somebody else's day go a little bit better, always choose to do that. Amen yeah. to that, brother. Amen to that, brother. Brother Brandon Elvis, appreciate you being here, buddy. Yeah, man. Alright, cool.